So thank you very much, Yan, to be our first guest in our BPRO Talks as we are talking already. The idea is to make this a conversation about decentralization. Uh, we'll start only a small introduction about your work. You are in this sector since 2017. A lot of people also come to this, this place in 2017 and you start working directly with Delta uh, in the marketing department there. And you fulfill some different roles there, commercial marketing. And right now you are working as a CMO at Poolside. And you like to explain the, at the Poolside and with Start as well. So thank you very much, Jan, to be our first guest here. And I will already start asking the first question that's to introduce to our community. What is Start and how it works? Thank you very much for your... And sorry, I, I'm forgetting, not forgetting, but I, I'm having also my, my dear friend, the CTO from, yeah. from Taikai Labs, Elder Vasconcelos, to join us to talk about decentralizations. Uh, and I think this conversation will be awesome. Thank you very much, uh, Elder and Thanks. Jan. Yeah, thank you. And nice to be here. Guys, yeah, be awesome, awesome to be uh, Yeah, great to be. Uh, what an honor to have the first uh, or to be on the very first spaces for uh, VPro. So that's that's cool to be here. Okay, so the first question I think that uh, would be yeah. very interesting to introduce: What is Poker Start and how it works? We yeah, already sure. discussed, but uh, I would like to share with the community yeah. and the opportunities that we have ahead. Okay. No, thanks. Thanks for uh, for introducing me as well. Um, maybe on a personal note, so I'm based in Belgium, and um, so I'm originally from France, but I'm, I've been studying here and I live here. I've been working in a startup and scale-up ecosystem, and then I fell into the rabbit hole, like many here on the spaces probably. Uh, my time in the rabbit hole was since 2016, 17, um, and then I decided for myself, I want, I want to work in a Web3 environment, so I want to work for blockchain companies, so I did that for Delta, uh, which is a portfolio tracking application, uh, so that was more a B2C product, let's say, and then I also worked in uh, Web3 innovations, more as a consultant, and then I joined Venly, uh, that's a blockchain tech provider, and now I joined uh, Polkastarter. And Poolside, which is uh, like, yeah, the, the seven, because it's a Web3 uh, team and a Web3 company with a uh, native token or an ecosystem token. Um, so, yeah, and, and in a few words, like Starter, what we do, um, I think it's best to explain with our mission. We really have the mission to support Web3 founders and builders in the space. And we've been doing this through different verticals. Uh, Starter uh, is the most known and, and, and the oldest vertical, founded this two years ago. And Starter is a, is a decentralized way of, of, of raising funds for Web3 projects. So you can call it a, a launchpad. But the biggest difference with other launchpads is that we uh, operate in a decentralized way. So we um, don't hold the funds from those projects or investors. We do that through smart contracts, which is completely safe and decentralized. Um, and that way we connect Web3 builders and founders with a huge community that we have of retail investors, let's say, or future participants, community members for those projects. Uh, our community is about is around 600k members. Um, we launched more than 100 projects, and um, yeah, so that is our our biggest vertical, let's say. 
And then the other verticals are our partnerships. So we have partnerships with accelerator programs, uh, with physical hubs. Uh, and now the two main ones that we just announced last month is the Poolside Accelerator, where we're going to uh, co-work on accelerating projects, so still with the same mission to support Web3 founders and builders. And then the Poolside Hub is a physical hub in Lisbon, um, which is has the same mission as well, uh, like supporting those Web3 builders, and which will be a place to connect um, with Web3 builders to have events together. And that one is opening in two or three weeks from uh, now. Very cool, Jan. Well, uh, one of the questions that uh, appears with our team that why I initial decentralized offering could benefit startups. Uh, I think that we are talking uh, a lot about this process of how the builders can uh, have the, their incoming or find, find uh, support from the community and why this is important for people that are starting to build their own startups. Sure. So um, when talking about decentralization, we can have like two definitions um, or one definitions with two application points. Uh, the one I'm going to be talking about is this decentralization of financial uh, or the financial technical system. So, um, yeah, that's actually the key property of, of blockchain and what it's all about. So the issue came um, when you had those classic investment rounds or classic investment opportunities where people had to give money to banks or to um, funds and they were operating that money so as an investor yourself you were not operating your own money and you were not um, in charge of the the, the security or um, the good good choices from those funds and now with a decentralized model or with blockchain in general we are able to cut off that middleman let's say and to replace that by smart contracts so you're able uh, as a project to raise funds from community members in a direct way. So you don't have to go through funds or to banks um, and you're able to do this in a decentralized way as well uh, so that the money or the, the, the funds that you will be raising are tied to smart contracts, to goals, to allocations uh, and so on. So that's a huge, let's say, innovation in, uh, in space and you can see it as complementary to traditional funding, but you could also see it as a, a disruptor of traditional financing uh, models. And we've seen this through many Web3 projects, like ICOs, IDOs, uh, all the exactly. other things that there are there. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a huge step forward for raising capital. Yeah, I, I think this is like take over the world, right? Especially when we are talking about Web3. And uh, now I would like to ask you some questions regarding decentralized, develop, uh, decentralized development. I know that internally at Taikai Labs, we have a lot of discussion and, but Elder, decentralized development in your opinion and why yeah. companies should try it? I, I think it's a complementary for, for your business, especially you want to involve the, the community on, on your product. So, and it can basically allows to achieve a, a different level of decentralization. So. When you have basically some somebody from the from the outside of your of your company to contribute to your products to get involved in your project, and it allows us to create an, a different level of um, uh, innovation on your products. So it's it's taking basically looking at what happens in the in the um, in the decentralized on the finance and basically decentralized. Uh, product development. Uh, I, I think it could be a benef beneficial for 
for startups because when you don't have resources internally, you can basically uh, get your community doing work for you uh, and basically get involved in your day by day um, work. So I think it's a lot of a lot of beneficials for for startups and and different models basically to work and uh, in this kind of new internet, what we call the Web three. And uh, so I think it's when you bring more people and bring more uh, knowledge to it, to your to your company, it could be beneficial. But at the same time, you need to have a very well defined process uh, to for the people to get involved. And with uh, with smart contracts, it basically it allows you to create a different uh, kind of uh, process. So I think it's again. Uh, when you put uh, smart contracts in the middle, uh, you cut and you have basically a transparent layer that you can have uh, in your development process. I think it's it's going to be uh, straightforward to get more people involved, and people will understand that it, um, they are going to be uh, a well-defined process to 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 embrace uh, this new category of the decentralization. And I think it's. Um, yeah, it's beneficial for for me for Web two, Web three, and and and, and startups. Uh, yeah, so yeah, because for startups it's easier to uh, start with a completely different uh, blank uh, blank sheet and and create basically different process for for innovation and for uh, creating technology and and get more people involved. So. I think it's easier uh, for for startups. For corporates, I think when yeah. you you show up different models to them, I think it's going to be tough to yeah, yeah to completely um, uh, refactor the way that they work. So I I think that's my idea. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I think that connects with the next question that is, is for Jan is that. Do you think that is possible for for the poker starter or or, or pool site to have a, some part of your code decentralized? Uh, this is something that you guys are thinking uh, in the process in this kind of process. Definitely, yeah, and, and and I believe this is also like the way we we need to move forward, and I think this is really why we are building in Web3 is because we believe in that decentralization so that we should show the way um, and do that. And, and and what you just said just before is for startups in the space, it's like easier for them to, to adopt this with, with the blank canvases. Uh, but also for Web3 companies, it's easier for us to show the way and to, to adopt it because we understand the technology, we have the tools, uh, et cetera. Um, and a big difference uh, that, I, that just wanted to mention um, is you have remote working and you have decentralized working. So remote working is working from everywhere in the world, but you are employed by a company or under a specific contract. And then decentralized working is, I would say, by definition, also remote working, but you could be sitting together in a co-working space. But yeah. I think 99% of the decentralized working is going to be remote. Um, and then you, you work under like a contract with, with a DAO or with a decentralized um, organization or under a specific project. Um, and this is where we want to definitely get going. So we, we are uh, engineering team or smart contract team is, is, yeah. is very close to Pokestarter at this moment. But more and more in the, in, in the future, we envision um, guidelines and models where we go to a more decentralized way of, of, of developing. Um, step by step, because it's important to, like, first we, we set the mission, the vision, where we want to go, and then we want to give the right 
um, yeah. voting rights and every, everything to the, to, to the right persons and engineers. And in our team, like Sven is, is, is the leading uh, person for smart contract development. And, and he's the person that also envisions this uh, transition to a more decentralized way. So it's, it's still challenging, but it's uh, definitely the way we want to go to. Yeah, I think the challenge here is to have the right uh, governance of the project. So, and that's something that we are we, we try to address on, on Bpro, uh, because the governance is important to who is able to approve or deny something or a contribution. And I think it's it's very important to have a well-defined governance framework because otherwise it's going to be very difficult to rearrange the work from different sources. So, uh, and that's something that we are trying to address. Uh, on the Bpro uh, side of things of Bpro protocol, and I think it's that's for me it's the real uh, challenge for decentralized development or decentralizing your workflow. So yeah, cool. Uh, uh, Elder, just just to give you a small uh, explanation for the Focus Start uh, community, uh, just uh, a brief explanation about Bpro network, just for people to understand what we are. Uh, uh, Referee at so so for, uh, Vpro basically it's it, it's it's a protocol for decentralized open source development. So if you have basically a, an open source project or you want to create something from the scratch or a service or an SDK for for a smart cross contract protocol, basically you can launch bounties on on our network and basically you get paid in tokens. And at the end, uh, what I, I, I referred as a governance, there is a governance layer to basically validate uh, the work and accept the work or reject the work using a decision uh, and basically a decision making from a group. So, and that's something that I think we think it's important. Uh, and that's the, the reason why we created the Bpro from the, um, as a product is to basically allow uh, any kind of open source um, development repository or open source project to have governance and a payment system uh, um, for contribu contributions. And that's something that I, we think it's important uh, for decentralizing uh, product development and uh, at the end, um, tech, tech development. And I think yeah, as a resume, yeah, it's what we, we, we try to achieve with Bpro. And I think it's we are giving our basically our approach uh, to the community, and we are trying to achieve uh, a good model that works for developers, that works for project uh, organizations uh, or DAOs or any kind of organization that is a Web three or Web two that wants to mm -hmm. externalize uh, their product development. Yeah, I, right. I think that I think that connect with the the questions that. Uh, what are the main benefits and challenges for decentralized development? Because a lot of people that can hear us now maybe are thinking, this could be interesting for my company, but what are the main benefits and challenge in, in your guys' opinion, like Elder and Yen? What do you think that is the most difficult part and the most beneficial part? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just wanted to add uh, to what you were saying. It's, it's, it's really in my opinion, like a missing link that you guys are filling um, or, or a gap that you're filling because we you know, understand that remote working is perfectly possible. Uh, many companies that thought it wasn't possible in, uh, in the past now realize that it, that it is thanks to or because of the, the COVID um, and, and remote working needs. 
and now yeah the biggest challenge is to how how to manage those how to set up the the, the rules and with a tool like this i'm, I'm yeah um, i'm really convinced that this will uh, this will help in um in the future of decentralized working and to answer your question um so the benefits of of decentralized development um yeah i think one of the main benefits is it's also like the the benefit of remote working is that you are able to to find talent across the globe um you can hire everyone based on talent and not based on location you don't have any need anyone in the in the office which also means that you will pay for what you get let's say or the value that you get in an easier way people will let's be invoicing for time but more for work um and yeah you don't lose time in uh, in traffic and stuff like this but that's safe for remote working and then the challenges um my opinion i've been part of of, of some decentralized organizations and the biggest challenge i still see is one is organization of work and uh, feedback on work and like the, the the meetings themselves they those meetings are sometimes on discord and it's it's a hell um, so that is that's still going to be a big challenge and then the human connection um, like I know that many of our generation we don't really miss that human connection when working in a remote or decentralized way um, but that's great for like micro tasks and stuff like this but when you're actually building a vision together with a team, um, then you still need those times together to sit together, to think together, to envision something together. So that is still a challenge that I believe that, that is needed when you are like 100% dedicated to a certain project and, and sit together with the team around the table. Um, but yeah, maybe BPRO can also solve those issues yeah. in the future. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you completely. So, but yeah, for me, it's the the main challenge is here is communication. Uh, so, we, as a human, we try to 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 have a clear communication between the uh, all the all the participants on a, on an organization, and that I think is going to be really challenging to have this kind of model and basically have a proper communication between all the all the agents that participate uh, participates on this uh, on this kind of uh, new way of work. So for me, it's, it's going to be, so when people are around the world working for the same kind of uh, product, uh, communication between the, the core team members, uh, all the all the participants on the protocol, all the bounty developers, I think is going to be a key challenge for, for the future uh, and for our protocol. So, and I think we need to basically uh, specify a very good uh, communication framework for these things to work properly otherwise it's going to be very difficult for everybody to to have it uh, or working on the same kind of uh, canvas so and and apart from, yeah so i agree completely with you when we are working remotely it's difficult to have a human uh, more human contact like we have on the, when we are working on the office everybody's in the same place and it's easier for for someone to ask uh, help from other uh, colleagues. So yeah, I think this human touch is, is going to be, we need to find out uh, better ways to, to basically um, increase the human touch on this kind of uh, workflows and and for everybody to feel uh, comfortable or included um, in this kind of working model because it's going to, this the working model that we, we were working before the COVID uh, was completely different. Everybody was almost working on an office. Right now, everybody is working remotely. Um, 
and working for companies, not uh, local companies, lo uh, companies on different time zones. And this is going to be uh, I completely changed uh, after the COVID. So uh, this new way of work is going to be, we need to be, have better tooling and better basically protocols. And I think the smart contracts and everything um, make this more transparent and make this more uh, structured. Uh, for having basically a, a proper frame, framework for working uh, that's, uh, for these new generations that basically embrace the, the internet in a different way that we embraced it before. So, and I think that's for me uh, what uh, the, the main challenge for, for this kind of uh, protocols and frameworks or, or software that help us to, uh, to create uh, product innovation and this kind of uh, stuff. Yeah, listen, both of you guys speaking, uh, I think that the governance has an important role to make everything uh, run smoothly, right? Yeah. Without having a strong governance, uh, it's very hard for you to develop things in a synchronous mode. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's the way that we work and... right now is completely mostly asynchronous, when we, especially when we have team around the world and in different time zones. So it's that framework, it's key to have a success on a, on decentralizing uh, or having a decentralized team. So. Yeah, and the governance can also be or should also be flexible without being too flexible. Um, like an example yeah. is like when you set up rules, when you hire somebody for a specific task to work in a decentralized way, you don't want to change the game rules mid-play, but you still want that flexibility because you're like experimenting. It's, it's the first time you set things up and you're going to see, you're going to encounter challenges and, and issues. And then you want to shape those game uh, rules. So also shape a little bit like the governance uh, rules. So that is that that is still a challenge. I mean, with, with, with blockchain, when you're going to code everything, uh, you still want to have something or room for flexibility in those uh, rules. Okay, I think that uh, this connects with the next question uh, is related with this. What advice uh, you give for Web3 projects looking to implement decentralized development? Uh, Elder, uh, Jan, I think that that's also what we are explaining about yeah. the governments, but yeah. do you think that how you start like a, a, decent, a, a decentralized development? So I think, yeah, like Yam said, I think the governance is very important to have the set the set the rules for for remote uh, workers, set the rules for uh, crowd uh, contributors or, or something like that. So, and you need to have a core team; otherwise, it's going to be completely uh, difficult to and, and almost impossible to achieve a good uh, or achieve something or a good product. If you don't have basically basic rules for everybody to to be aligned, so uh, my advice is to basically to have basically a, a clear vision, uh, communicate well with all the with all the um, the participants on your on your uh, company on your product, and and structure uh, the workflow um, transparently and have this completely open source for. For for the, everybody to to read, uh, and I, again, I think it's it's more about communication than something else. Uh, but at the same time, have uh, rules very well defined on on smart contracts or on on the tooling that you use on a, your daily basis. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Adding to this, maybe um, so adding on top of those rules, 
Um, you also let people work when they work best. Um, having said that, it's like um, you don't you, you have to stop thinking in like a classic way, like the nine to five way, or um, but but yeah. and empower people to work when they're the most efficient. Um, and an, another piece of advice that I got from uh, from our team, from 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 Sven here and the development team, he said also like look for the people that are fit for that kind of work. Uh, model because not everybody understands or is like a perfect candidate exactly. uh, for this. So that's that's a pretty um, important one. And then you set those milestones and desired achievements, but it's not going to work with with people that are not able to self motivate them working in a remote and decentralized way. Yeah. So that that is really key in, um, in 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 searching. Or you can maybe train them. But I I and Sven um, believes as well that it's like there's something inherent. Mm-hmm. In us, or in in those kind of people that like working in that in, in, in that yeah. way, in that model, and that doesn't fit with everyone. I think it, they need yeah, to feel, feel like... comfortable. Yeah, they need to feel comfortable with uh, with exactly. this model. Otherwise, it's, but it's not it's not a model for everybody, and not everybody understands or or feel comfortable in it. So I think they need to understand uh, first before they join this kind of model. Uh, so and I think they need to feel that they are included. We're working in this way, so it's it's yeah. really important. It's not for it's not a model right now for everybody. So, yeah, uh, not everybody feels comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I think that what what you guys are explaining is that uh, it's almost a community, right? Uh, it's like a, a, a taking care of uh, with your developing team, but it's, it's taking care of your community that are spread around the world. And how you def- uh, you think that the your community that you're building for your, for your project can connect with your decentralized world. How, how do you think that they can uh, uh, add value in, in this process? Or, I don't know, they can't. Uh, what is your vision on this? Uh, it's not to talk about developers, but people that enjoy your project, they might have ideas, they might like give opinion. Uh, how do you think this could fit into a, this, in this kind of process, the decentralized method? For me, super shortly, it fits perfectly like Web3 technology and, and being able to incentivize people or to reward people with tokens and combining this with, with the amount of value that you bring and, and, and your motivation. Um, that's beautiful. You, you don't have to stick to the stock option plans that we know from, from Web2 companies where you have to uh, stay for a year and invest a little bit of, of stock options to then hope to convert them later on if there is a sale or uh, if 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 uh, if they turn into a public company, um, so yeah, tokens work really well to incentivize them, motivate them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Aldin, if you have something, uh, we'll no, right. Another it, question here. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you, yeah. You, I agree sure. completely. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. So yeah, I, I think it's it's a really different model for incentivizing teams. Uh, yeah, it was very hard to incentivize someone that basically put their her her career on risk when he joins a company, but waiting for an exit event that could or couldn't happen, uh, or could happen in ten years, and it's working with this this, this kind of uh, incentive with tokens. It's uh, less risky for them and and more rewarding for them because they can convert the. The tokens uh, just in a liquidity market. Yeah. So I think it's it's less risky for them. But yeah, again, it's it's a, it's a new way to incentivize people, and I think it makes more sense uh, because yeah, it's a, it's a, 
it's a less risky for them. So, yeah, exactly. That's my point. Cool. Well, talking about some incentives and for startups or for projects, yeah, could you explain a, a little bit about what is Poolside and how is what type of project that you guys are looking for? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, to make the transition, like our incentive for uh, people to join Poolside, the accelerator program, is that they get up to 100k in initial. Uh, uh, investment to um, to develop the project, uh, but how Poolside works? So Poolside, same mission as I mentioned in the beginning. So we want to support the Web three founders and builders. And with Poolside Accelerator, we're um, a Web three focused accelerator program. We are open for any type of project in Web three or any type of um, ID. Like all the good IDs with a in, in an MVP stage are welcome. So it can be like DeFi infrastructure, NFT, gaming, uh, refi, um, yeah, any type of, 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 of Web3 ID project. And what we do is we, uh, so we built a 12-week program to help those projects going from that ID or MVP stage to um, the next stage uh, where they can access or get access to follow-on uh, capital. And how we do this is in that 12-week program, we help them with uh, top-class mentors that we've onboarded into a pool site. We mentor on like basically everything a project would need from marketing, community, token listing, technology, security, uh, business model, product, etc. Um, we also have like one or two weeks um, in Lisbon in the hub. So where we work together at the hub, where we have the mentors, where we have one-on-one -on -one meetings physically. Um, and all the other days of those 12 weeks, we work uh, on a daily basis with check-ins uh, with those teams digitally. It's super important that those teams that apply, they, they have to be like 100% dedicated for those 12 weeks to be building almost day and night. Uh, on their project to um, to then go towards the demo day where we present them to uh, our network of investors and where they can get access to the follow one uh, capital. And we now got about like 120, 250 applications. Um, we're going to close application deadline in like one or two weeks or maybe at the end of the month since we got a lot of applications in the last days. Um, so we, we, we might see that marketing is picking up now and that people are seeing the program. Um, but once it's closed, we're going to communicate uh, the selected teams. It's only going to be a few um, that we select. And then we're going to start the first cohort end of January. So that's, uh, yeah, in a nutshell, what we do at Poolside Accelerator. Yeah, also Very interesting. Course. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think that uh, the, the process that you guys are, are, are bringing together the ideas and the teams also, right? That, that is uh, the objective. The ideas, yes. uh, uh, but the teams are... Uh, they can be decentralized. Uh, they, they definitely. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. teams um, can work remotely, be decentralized. We offer the 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 week in Lisbon to bring people together, but other than that, it's it's that yeah, it's the Web three way. So it can be decentralized, uh, definitely remotely. Um, we believe that founders should be one hundred percent dedicated. So when we select yeah. team, we also speak with the founders, and we want them to be uh, uh, like like let's say more centralized or divisionary. Um, and then any project can turn into a fully decentralized project as well. Um, so that's 100% uh, agree with, uh, with that. Yeah, and you have basically curation, right? So it's not only about funding, it's about curation. You've got some mentors, right, uh, on the, on the yeah. process. Yeah, and I think it's really important yeah, yeah. for 
especially for people that are coming from uh, from a different background or doesn't know about the web3 basically they have some mentors that can help on the program and it's i think it's really yeah. really important for for them to have a clear uh, guidelines uh, for achieving decentralized decentralization yeah, so it's it's what you said like we've seen a lot of talented developers or builders or entrepreneurs in the space um we've also seen like an uptake of those people that want to start businesses in web3 i think it's also due to a lot of people getting fired in, in their web2 tech jobs um for the crisis and and now are super interested to build things in web3 so many of them have like great ideas and see market opportunities because mm -hmm. they come from that tra more traditional market and they just need like more help and guidance on on the the, the, the web3 specific things like tokenomics or how do you do web3 marketing or the importance yeah. of a community and your mvp and stuff like this so this is where we can uh, can help them and turn those really good ideas into really good uh, projects and businesses let's say yeah and the marketing stuff is completely different from a different from the web2 world so it's yeah i think the guidelines on the marketing is really i, I think for me it's really important uh, to have clear guidelines because the way that we communicate with your with your clients or customers is completely different in web3 and yeah and if you come from a different background or a different industry or um, a different way of thinking. I think you need to have basically some mentorship uh, to mm -hmm. achieve the, the results faster. Otherwise, it's it's more difficult for and the a network. team to enter. Yeah. yeah, and the network. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. One, one question regarding the the profiles uh, of the people. They are they are more more tech, more developers, or do you have different uh, types of people that wants to create a Web three project? Say it again. Sorry, I didn't hear your question. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, 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 the yeah, the, the profiles that you have from the the ideas and the the, yeah. the 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 profiles that you have from the pool side, they are more developers, uh, or they are like marketing people. Uh, what what are the profiles yeah. of of the, of the founders? So most of them are still developers and engineers. Um, some of them are like seasoned entrepreneurs that um, that that have more like a business background, but uh, want to do something in Web three. Or you also have some that already did something in Web three, exited, and now want to do a, or launch a new idea. But yeah, most of them are still like the 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 um, engineers uh, or technical profiles, and that really shows well like the. The, the interest of people in Web3 today, it's, many of them are still like the more technical people. Um, but we, I'm sure if you ask me the question again in like one or two years, we're going to see a totally different pie chart of, of profiles applying. Yeah, I think there's the maturity of the market, right? Uh, exactly. I, I think that connects, connects with the, the question that... Uh, how you start? Uh, how do you start to create uh, from a startup to creating a, a developer community around your project, or at least to have a community? I think that when you talk with yeah. developers, maybe don't have so much social skills, but how you can create yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a community around? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the community is super important early on as well. So, like traditionally, if you launch an MVP in Web two space, you need a few customers um, to test the uh, the MVP. But in a Web3 space, you need to already have like a buy-in from a community. If you want to have it successful, community is one of the aspects of 
is it successful or not. So with your MVP, you already have to build a community that is going to be uh, your your main marketing channel. So that is a uh, that is indeed like super different from uh, from Web two. And then you have the incentives of of course also super different from Web two with uh, with airdrops or um, yeah NFT drops or whatever for early feedback and early community members. Yeah. yeah. Elder, from a developer point of view, what is important for you to attract developers for your community? I think it's 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 very it's very important to uh, to not attract in generic in a generic way to attract people to your projects. But uh, I think more difficult is to attract developers because nowadays developers are very busy. They are basically they need to feel connected with your brand, with your vision. Otherwise, they will not join or will not follow your project. So, and I think. Uh, basically, attracting generic people, it's easier uh, because they, they, if they get airdrop, they get the right incentives, they are able to understand the branding, the vision, they will feel connected and they will follow uh, the project. Uh, for developers, they need to meet, it's different. So we need to communicate well, we need to have a tech a technology that basically connects with them. Uh, and it's more, it's harder to, to, to attract developers to a project that it requires a, a huge amount of developers to work. So, yeah, in terms of generic people, it's easier, but for, for, for developers, you need to have a clear structure of the plan to attract developers and have right incentives, uh, uh, to attract them. So in Web3, uh, so, you can have this kind of incentives like uh, token incentives uh, and basically if they feel connected with the mission they they will you know, come and try to follow and be a uh, good supporters of your project but yeah it's it's a mix of uh, of um, uh, guidelines that you need to follow to to attract and but the, but that's something that is very hard nowadays yeah it's uh, yeah, being achieving a, a growth in developers in Web three during the the last decade, but it's they are they are not um, get we are not getting at the numbers that we 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 want because mm -hmm. yeah in Web two we have I think um, eighteen thousand uh, developers from the last uh, report so in Web three so we need to have a way to attract more. Uh, because it's a new a new a new industry um the innovation that could be created it's uh, uh limitless uh, so it's uh, so they need to feel uh look at the project and and see that it's less risky to uh, to join um uh, web3 world yeah and it's there's a huge demand in in the web3 space to uh, to build and to add to add on top of that, like showing that it's like less risky, uh, we also advise projects to communicate a lot, like even over communicate about your project. You want to communicate, um, or you want to have good documentation, resources, GitHubs, um, community meetups, hackathons, and everything, so that you have a super close relation um, and and create trust with uh, with developers joining your your project. Great, guys. Well, I'm coming to my last question. It's more like a, a vision for the future, and we can open for community questions if we have any. But, uh, Elder and Jan, what is your vision for the future of decentralization? Uh, it's like a, that question that's so open that can fit everything. But yeah. let's see how I'm... <laughs> 
Let's see what you're expecting for 2000. Okay, I will give a, a specific time. 2023. What is your vision for this year? For the next year? I, I think it's for for me. It's 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 like the vision that that we have in Vipro. You are wanting to work for a protocol or for a, an app. So and you will get uh, get paid uh, in tokens, uh, and you basically you have uh, protocols that manage everything and 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 basically have the governance layer and the transparency layer that we you re we require when when we work for for a company. So my vision is that is completely that. So it's working for protocols. Everybody's every all the protocols are connected. So and we have basically. Um, tools to communicate, tools to get paid, and, and and I think it's for me it's the vision that I I see in the future uh, happening. We are going in steps, but I think we are going to have have it uh, sooner or later uh, because it's the way that internet uh, is bringing innovation, and I think it makes a lot of sense um, to re to completely revolt re re the 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 work framework that we are uh, using right now and I think working for protocols and it's not only about developing I see it for in the um, in all the industries so working with protocols uh, and and this is going to be for me the the the, the, the normal the new normal yeah that's great um, on, on my side, I'm not going to be over optimistic. Like uh, often when, when I get those questions, like how will the future of crypto look like? I'm over optimistic. And I remember five years ago, they asked me like, how, uh, how is adoption going to come? And I said, within three years, every major bank is going to have a wallet in, integrated in their bank application. But it's still not the case. So for this time, I won't be over optimistic. And I, I will join yeah. like saying that it's going to be more step-by-step step and um, yeah. we're going to now see in 2023 like more like a proof of concept of, of companies and projects and those going to be Web3 projects doing this, leading the way, showing that it works and then we're going to see pickups from other industries like from the broader tech industry also like in proof of concepts and then step-by-step step, we will see like this going forward yeah. in 2024, 2025 until like we will see more and more and I think only in 2025 you will we will have that term like decentralized uh, development or decentralized working um, kick in um, and it's yeah. not going to be sooner on the mainstream. It's more going to be, we, we need to show the way. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be in steps. So it's not going to it'll be a transition, a quick exactly. transition. So it's going to take a decade or, or something to, to achieve this. Yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So it's, we need to show show up the, the vision that we we have on Web three. So, but yeah, it's going to uh, take some time to, to yeah. To 100 agree. Yeah, guys, it, it's been awesome to listen to both of you. Well, uh, we have some space, some some minutes for questions for the community. If you have any question, just uh, raise your hand, and our team here will invite you to speak. Uh, but it's been awesome to, to have you both here. Uh, I think that was pretty planned, like uh, the time that we have. And yeah, thank you very much for the for participation here. And yeah, thank I you for the very first one.
what yeah. that, that we have some some person here that wants to ask a question uh let's see i don't know martin can we can approve yeah okay uh, our team is adding him as a speaker okay grand day hello there all right Salute to everybody. Thank you for, Hello, for letting Rachel. me in this space. Uh, I got a quick question. Y'all was mentioning uh, looking for developers or having a hard time when it comes to finding true developers. So what is it exactly you guys are looking from the developer to come in and help you guys with? So, uh, but this this question is is for from well, okay. <laughs> you can speak. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's it's important for uh, for getting uh, developers involved, uh, especially because there is a huge demand uh, and there is a lot of innovation to to be done, and especially on on, on new projects. And we need we there is a high demand for developers, and we need some the help from like, extra hands. To achieve that the, the vision that we have for for Reptip projects, uh, and it's really important to have this kind of technical uh, extra hands uh, to to implement the new ideas, new models, new for payments, new models for uh, governance, uh, and it is something that uh, it makes part of the of the mission um, to. Uh, experiment new ideas, experiment new protocols, experiment new uh, way of works or work, work frameworks, uh, and then to achieve the the right framework at, uh, that makes this uh, kind of decentralized development uh, a huge um, a huge topic or a huge framework for for, for these new uh, startups. And I think yeah, it's 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 really important to 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 have uh, extra hands and extra uh, minds to 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 contribute to the, the projects. Understood. I appreciate that. I'll, I'll be in contact. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we have one more question, team. Let's see. Well, if we don't have any question right now, we can go to. Uh, to move here with a final explanations, final closing. Uh, yeah, well, if, if mm -hmm. we are seeing any questions, I don't see right now in the in the in the Twitter. So thank you very much, my friend, and uh, your last ideas, your last thoughts about, and you can you can you can explain. Yeah. No, um, no. I just wanted to say about Poolside Accelerator. If projects are interested in uh, in applying for the accelerator program, or if they want to have more information, the website is poolside.co. But you can also DM me here on Twitter, or if you have any other questions, I'm I'm happy to chat. I'm happy to discuss with a with some fellow geeks here in the space. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, feel free to reach out. And thank you very much for uh, for this. Uh, was yeah, learned a lot as well by um, preparing this and and speaking with you. So yeah, and hopefully we see each other in Lisbon and uh, in yeah. the coming weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. Thank you, nice. uh, thanks guys. Eldinho, thank you, thank you very much. My, my CTO that I, I invited him to 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 join this. this yeah, it was a talks. pleasure. Yeah, it's my really, friend. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was a pleasure. <laughs> we thanks. we create this. Thank you guys. Well, uh, thank you very much.
everybody. Uh, hope you enjoy. Uh, we're gonna create. We're gonna have other B Pro talks uh, yeah, in the future. I think it was cool. So yeah. if you have mm -hmm. an idea, 